Hello, and welcome to Women in Strength. This is the podcast that goes far beyond what they teach us in Cert 3 and 4. My name is Rasheen Hawley, and I'm going to be spending this time with you every single week, jumping into the real-life challenges, the real-life topics that we face as a coach, as a business owner, and as a woman running her own business in the fitness industry. I've been in the industry since 2013, where I started out as a sole trader in a commercial space, and now I own my own gym here in Melbourne called Barbell Babes Brigade. I absolutely love being in this industry and I love educating and exploring the things that come up on a daily basis. I love to help other ladies really explore their capabilities as a business owner, as a coach and seeing what they can do. Because the thing is, when we create businesses as women, we are unrivaled. We have a power that is so untouchable and I really, really want to explore these topics that quite frankly can stop us in our tracks sometimes. So strap in, we've got lots of stuff to cover. Hello, hello, welcome to the podcast. I am super excited to be hitting record again. Um, I've had two weeks where I paused on doing an episode simply because life um, has been difficult to say the least as a business owner. Um, To give you a little bit of context, so it's the end of February 2021 as I'm recording this episode. Um, In Melbourne, we had our third lockdown, which was... Oh, I don't know. It was it was what it was, um, and thankfully it was very short. But it meant that you know, as a business owner and a gym owner, we had to go ahead and and make some changes again. So I've been navigating that. Um, I had uh, a few of my staff members on annual leave during February as well, which was much needed for our team. And I've just been you know dealing with what it what it means to be a business owner in the fitness space you know as I'm sharing content with you guys and sharing resources and mentoring my current coaches I'm like right there alongside them and I'm going through the ups and downs highs and lows as a business owner um, and sometimes that means that you have to spend your efforts and push them into other things and that's what I had to do this month so yeah but anyway um, I am super keen to get into this topic because it has been sparked by a conversation I was having on Monday with one of my mentoring ladies. Now I have actually done a, a newsletter um, about this particular topic but I wanted to go into a bit more detail. Um, just on a side note if you want to get weekly information from me, weekly goodies that come through to your email um, I send a weekly newsletter every Monday and it's talking about topics that are relevant just as we go through on this podcast that are hitting you every single week. Um, so if you want to subscribe to my mailing list to get my weekly newsletter, you can head to womaninstrength.com.au and then pop your email there. So I'm always just offering you know tidbits, stuff that I'm experiencing, um, advice, wisdom, whatever you want to call it. Um, and that's there for you as well. So today's episode is called Stop Adding More Things for the Sake of It. And I wanted to talk about value and what value actually means in the fitness industry and how, if we're not careful about it, we can actually shit on our own products and services because we offer too much value. So I think traditionally people think of value as like money for val- uh, yeah, value for money. So meaning in the fitness space, um, you know, you're looking for a product that is good value for money, whether it's high frequency, um, whether it's lots of things in that particular service. Now, coaches, I do think, get caught up with thinking they need to add like lots of value and lots of extra points and lots lots of extra things in their services as a coach. 
And yes, I definitely think that adding value points to our services, um, like with our training services is important. But I actually think with a lot of people that I work with, they can actually overdo it. And then these value points that they're adding to the services, nothing's land because they're throwing like shit at a wall and throwing so many things that are available for the client and the client's you know, got too many options in effect and nothing is landing and nothing is sticking. So when it comes to value, I'm always encouraging my mentoring ladies to go, well, what is it exactly that your clients need? And let's do some brainstorming first and foremost around what value you can add to your services that will help solve, satisfy, enhance, you know, the the, the problems that our clients are facing And then once we've done that, you know, we're going to have a list of different value items that we could add, but then we're sifting through and going, okay, what's going to be the biggest bang for buck in terms of value and not just from us as a business owner, but value points that our clients will engage with, because I don't think there's adding, like, I don't think there's any point adding so many things, nothing lands, and then a client doesn't get results, doesn't feel like they're getting, you know, their needs met. So that's the first point to note here is, We have to recognize that when we're thinking about value, uh, the value points that we add to our services are always going to be driven by our clients and the needs that they're after. And when we've got our big long list of, you know, what are the needs, what are the things that we can help satisfy in our coaching services, we then want to sift through even further and have like quality over quantity. Um, because there's just no point adding so much shit and so much noise to our services because we know that the fitness industry is noisy as a whole. There's so many options available for clients and sometimes that can be very confusing. You know, like when you go to a restaurant, well, I'm like this, um, I go to a restaurant and there's like this big fucking menu and it's like, what do they call it? Um, choice paralysis, right? And there's so many choices that I'm like, ah, there's just too many things to look at. Like I need like three to five items and that's it. And then I can make a choice from there. Um, I think it's the same with value sometimes is add quality over quantity so that our clients can actually engage with these things. Okay. Now, when we're thinking about value, uh, next point here is value doesn't mean more things. Value is the quality items that we're including in our services. So let's just kind of like throw out some of the quality value items that we might include in our services. So these would be kind of like, they might not be relevant to your business, but I'm just going to give you an idea about what as a whole are like usually used as value add-ons. So you can have things like um, measurements, if that is relevant to your services, relevant to your ethos of your business. Um, you might have monthly measurements that you offer. Another value add-on, you might have a weekly check-in if you're an online coach, or you might have a monthly check-in if you're a face-to-face client. Um, You might have like additional um, conditioning sessions that are available to your clients every single week or every month, whatever you choose to have. Another value add-on, you might have like an online database um, or an exercise database that your clients can go to and, and use. Um, you might have other value add-ons being another value add-on could be communication outside of sessions, even though a lot of coaches think that that's just normal, that can very much be considered a value add-on. You could have like a goal setting, um, session with your clients every four to six weeks. That can be a value add-on. You can have workshops if you wanted to do something like that. You could have fitness testing or one RM testing or any kind of testing that's relevant to obviously what your clients are working on. 
So those are examples of what value add-ons you can have. And, you know, just hearing those, you can see, or we can hear, sorry, that those are a lot of things. So when you're going, all right, these are the value add-ons, coaches will just like look at those things and go, yeah, cool. Like I'm going to add all of those things to my business for my clients and they're actually not relevant. So now we want to open that lens and go, all right, cool. Well, what is it that my clients come to me as a coach and me in my business? Why are they paying for the services that they pay for? And why do they come to me as opposed to another coach? You know, they might come to you because um, your experience with strength training, or they might come to you because you are really great at, you know, training someone postpartum or training someone um, in a way that really fits into their lifestyle, whatever it might be. So you just want to go, well, why is it exactly that they're coming to me? And what can I like include that's going to enhance the, the results that they get, the services that they experience, and then add those core particular things. So like to give you a bit of an example with my business, well, with one of my businesses. So Barbell Babes Brigade is my gym um, that I own here in Melbourne. And you know, the reasons that our ladies come to us is is a number of different reasons. So they come to us to experience feeling strong, feeling capable, you know, really um, entering a training modality that is one not driven by punishment, that is one that's driven by really celebrating what our bodies can achieve. They come to us because they're wanting to be involved in a community that, uh, you know, really do celebrate and truly celebrate and truly you know, engage with that ethos of training. So not always talking about diet culture, not always, you know, doing measurements 24 seven, not always like looking at selves in mirrors and all this kind of stuff. Um, you know, they come to us because they like to have that community and that engagement with other people that also like to lift weights and lift weights through all phases of their life. So whether that's going, you know, um, through pregnancy or through menopause or through stressful bouts of their life. Um, they come to us because they want to have a space to continue to do that and do it in a way that serves them and fits in with their lifestyle. They come to us because they want to get stronger. They want to, like they love lifting weights and they prefer that training modality. So, you know, they, they want to continue to go down that track as opposed to going to things like hip, um, hip type facilities, um, or more cardio-based facilities. That's why they come to us. And these are the needs that we're meeting is the needs we're meeting is community and building strength and showing them and revealing to them that they can do the things that they want to do, um, showing them that strength can look different from person to person. So when our ladies come to us to have needs met, we're therefore including value points to enhance why they're coming to us and to continue to push them in the direction that they're wanting to go. So we have community events that happen throughout the months, um, you know, workshops, we offer monthly workshops, we offer conditioning sessions to our ladies every single week for them to come and, and do more of your cardio based training. Um, and we do it in a group because a lot of them don't like doing it by themselves. Um, we also offer, you know, group type type um, group type sessions alongside one on one work, because they want to have the ability to train more frequency every single week, but they don't want to do it by themselves. Um, you know, the other needs that we're meeting is they want to get stronger and they want to see that they're getting stronger. So we go ahead and give them an opportunity to do that throughout the year as we're obviously going through periodization through their training. And that's what we have, what's called our lifting parties. And that's a chance for them to max out that lift, their lift 
deadlifts um, three times a year. So we build that into their training. So these are the core value add-ons that we have um, in my particular business. And those are the biggest ones that we have. Um, we have also got things like if if any of them want to engage in measurements that can be part of their, um, their services. Um, but for the majority of the most part, like things like celebrating their strength, building their strength, giving their opportunities to explore their strength and unleash it onto, you know, a barbell. That's um, what we massively do throughout the year. And then giving them those extra aspects of cardiovascular training in community-based environment. That's obviously what we're doing for meeting needs as well. So that's those are the core things that we're adding as, as um, value add-ons. And we're not going and doing a whole heap more from that because if we were to then add another three to four things on top of that, like the really core things that we include, like our lifting parties, our conditioning, um, our monthly workshop, like they take a lot of time as a business owner, like with within my team to do these things well, it takes a lot of time and effort. And it also costs me money as a business owner to have these things constantly available for um, my community. So it's about making sure that I'm doing these, these few things really well and instead of like watering it down and just throwing shit at a wall. Okay. Now I hope that all makes sense first and foremost. Now I just wanted to talk about an example um, that I think will highlight this a little bit more as well. The conversation that I was having with one of my mentoring girls on um, Monday, she wanted to be adding a new product, a new service in her ecosystem of products. So she predominantly does online training now. Um, no, actually she does all online training, um, but she'll be looking to incorporate face-to-face in the future when she gets her own facility. Anyway, so she has her core services that she offers, but she wants to add another online service, which is more like a higher end, higher price point type um, service. And when she was coming up with like what the value inclusions are, the pricing, what, why she's making it, what do the clients get, she's having a really hard time um, identifying like the difference between that high-end product and the current services that she has. And I was like, well, what are your inclusions going to be? And she's like, well, the inclusions that I'm going to add in this this product, this service, sorry, like I'm already adding all these things into my other services. So she's like, well, what do I need to add so that it look like it's doing more, it's offering more? And I was like, no, you're thinking about it with the wrong approach. It's not about necessarily going, what else do I need to add because it's a higher price point. So therefore adding things means it's more valuable. It's about looking at what you're already offering and going, okay, cool. Is that super relevant? Do I need to include the same things? How can I tighten up? How can I do a little bit differently? And then making sure that your value points and the higher price tag um, are actually relevant. And so I've been working with her for about four months now. So I've come into her business and had a look at her services that she's offering. And I actually think that she's offering too many things and value points to her lower lower end products and services with a price point. And now she's at a position where it's going, well, fuck, what else can I actually add? And she was under the notion that you had to add more things for it to be more valuable. So as she then does a restructure of her services as a whole, we're going to have a look at her value inclusions and go, okay, this is your first service that you offer. This is your lower price tag. These are your three to four value inclusions that you offer, you know, measurements, um, weekly check-in, 
um, communication with those with those ladies two to three times per week. Okay, that's it. And then when she's going to her higher price tag service, it's doing the same things that are the value inclusions for the lower price tag, but then it's adding a few things that are relevant, but not overdoing it for the sake of overdoing it. Um, then it's going, all right, they're going to have an option of a face-to-face session here in Melbourne to go ahead and lift together. Um, and they're going to have one monthly workshop as a community to talk about nutrition-based stuff. And, you know, the, the point of that higher price tag is that she really wants to be pushing that service to really focus on performance related goals within her business more. And so if that's what she's wanting to achieve with that service, we have to go, well, what are the value points that's going to help clients in that program achieve those things and like adopt that, you know, identity, mentality, start to really focus on performance related goals, training goals, as opposed to body comp goals, which is what she trains a lot of now. So value inclusions is not extra things. It's driven by what your clients need. And you have to be mindful that, you know, you can actually shit on your own products by adding too many things to everything and over delivering in lower end products. And that's not to say that you give a shit service and lower price point services. It just means that this is what you offer and that's it for the lower price tag. Because if you're, if you, all of your cards are open and all your cards are on the table for a lower price point, um, a lower, yeah, like a lower price point. Then when you're trying to add something that is a higher price point, that's very specific. It's more for a smaller group. You've got nothing to go from and you've got nothing else to add because you're already doing all that. So I know that when I got into the industry, I found that really hard to do um, because I'm very much a coach business owner that wants to give absolutely everything. And I was like, oh my God, but I want to give X, Y, Z, you know, every single client in my business deserves everything. And yes, they fucking do. But I also then started the longer that I've been in the industry, recognize that even if you give lots of things, depending on like where the client is in terms of their like training journey, um, they might actually see it as overwhelming. So even though you think it's better to just add more things, they might actually see it as a negative. So even though you might have less value inclusions in a lower price tag, um, like a lower, yeah, a lower price point for your services, that actually might be absolutely fucking ideal for clients that are in that particular service. And that might be exactly what they need instead of adding more, becoming overwhelmed, becoming, you know, too many options, clients then thinking they have to engage with anything and then they can't keep up with everything. And then it starts to create, you know, this, this disappointment within the client. I can't do it. How do I continue all this? Blah, blah, blah. And then you're wondering, well, fuck, why is no one engaging with my actual value inclusions in my service? So it's kind of a twofold. It's not just that it's there because you want to do better as a business owner and add more things, but it can also make it really confusing and overwhelming for clients as well. So just be mindful about what you're actually adding. Um, I am like of the, the camp to add less things versus more. The less things that you can offer that are just like so pivotal and important to your clients, the absolute better. And even when you go up on a higher price point, it doesn't mean that you have to add more items, more things. They just, I just believe they need to be more specific to the needs of what your clients are after. And, you know, really, really speaking to what they're, you know, why they're coming and paying that higher price point for that particular service. Okay. Of course, when you have got a prior higher price tag service, um, the value inclusions, you know, they might, well, traditionally they're going to be a few more things because you might be finding that you're attracting a different level, um, a different type of client for those particular service because services because of where they're at with their client journey. So the major points that I want you to get out of this particular episode is quality over quantity, okay? Um, be mindful around 
what value inclusions you're offering on lower price tag type services because if you're not careful you might shit on higher price tag services because why would a client want to pay more if they're getting everything in a lower price tag why would they want to then get you know a one-on-one base with you or just a higher price tag as a whole um, when they would already be paying it so be mindful of that Um, and also you know from speaking from a business owner and a coach point of view if you're constantly adding more things you're making it so unobtainable for you to be able to run your business like you'd constantly be offering more 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 and there's going to be a limit of where you're actually pricing for your clients So value does not mean more things. Value is specific to the client's needs. It's it's specific to what you need to offer for your clients to engage with in order to then drive their results in a positive direction. Um, And, you know, just be really, really mindful that you don't fall into that trap of, here we go, here's extra value and automatically think that clients are going to engage with it. Because the, the the best value inclusions that, that you add are the ones that your clients actually engage with. You could only offer one or two things as opposed to five and they engage with those one and two things and then they're going to get better results anyway and they're going to feel like their needs are getting met much more if you just add five things, okay? So I hope that made sense. Um, And I hope that gave you something to think about. So if you're wanting to go ahead and and do some more work here, the task that you can be doing is going, all right, cool. Grab a journal, do some brainstorming. What are the needs of my clients? Why are they coming to me? What are the things that I can include or do um, or offer that are going to help my clients get further towards their goals? Then when you go through, start to, I, I guess, rate them and start to really put a fine tooth comb through them and see what value inclusions are not really that valuable, but they're just added there as fluff. And then trim the fat, you know, trim the fat on your value inclusions and just offer the biggest bang for your buck in terms of what your clients will actually receive. And that's going to bode you so much better than just throwing shit at a wall and hoping that it sticks. All right, guys. Well, I will speak to you next week. Bye. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Now, I'm going to kindly ask that if you got some good stuff from this episode, that you share the episode through your your social channels and you also put a review through um, because it does help massively to make sure that one, I'm on the right track with where you guys want me to spend my efforts for you. And it also makes it more visible for other people that need to hear this kind of content. So thank you in advance and I really appreciate it. Uh, And the last thing I want to... So it is called Power Program and we start up on March the 15th. Now this is available for anyone in the country, anyone in the world because we run remotely. And what we're doing for six months is turning your business upside down, poking holes into what's going on to make sure that you've got you know, everything set up that's going to create a successful and thriving business that is relevant to you and your clients. So we cover what I refer to as the six business buckets, and that's how I run my own business, um, my own gym. And that includes things to, you know, your tangibles that you offer your clients, like your products and services, more detail in regards to your value inclusions as talked about today, pricing, coaching, all that kind of hard stuff there. And then we're also going into the back-end systems. So we're looking at what what your business is actually built on what front-end systems, what back-end systems you've got in place in order to then create and scale and grow and achieve the business goals and lifestyle goals that you're after. So um, applications are open. If you head to www.womaninstrength.com.au, 
um, and you'll see the services tab up the top and you know pop your application through it'll ask you a few questions but it's more so to pop it through and then we get on the phone and have a bit of a chat um, because I'm very specific around making sure that you know people that enter this program are at the, the right fit for the program and they're at the right time to be doing something like this so it's relevant for anyone that is new to the industry right up until four five six years in um, you know the the results that have been obtained from the most recent intake are humongous we have ladies that are in their first year now 100% fully booked um, we have ladies that are opening facilities. We have ladies that are opening baby, uh, opening babies. That's not a thing. Ladies that are having babies and their business is there to support them. So, you know, whatever you want to achieve in your business, um, pop through an application and let's have a chat. Anyway, thank you for listening and I will speak to you guys soon. Bye.